Welcome back to the West Wolf Podcast. I'm your host, J.D. Jackson. Guys, the Los Angeles Lakers open up in a loss to the Golden State Warriors, the defending champs on ring ceremony night, 123 to 109. We're going to break that game down right here on the West Wolf Podcast. But guys, remember, you can follow me on Twitter, J.D. Jackson at Always and Forever Art, and on YouTube at J-Rock Soccer and Basketball Sessions. Let's talk about some of the things I thought I saw that went well. We'll talk about some of the things I saw that I think didn't go well what my concerns are but guys remember it's just game one let's get it you know first we will just break down the box score we'll talk about each player in the starting lineup and and what i felt um about how they played uh in the game's entirety we'll also get to the bench which i thought was absolutely atrocious um, as well, but let's start with just going through the starting lineup one by one. Okay, look, Anthony Davis, thirty-six minutes, ten of twenty-two from the field, twenty-seven points, six rebounds, um, four steals, two blocks, three turnovers. Look, I thought Anthony Davis out was absolutely outstanding in the first twenty-four minutes, maybe first twenty-eight minutes of the of the basketball game. I thought it was amazing. He still made some great shots in the fourth. I thought that were some great finishes and things like that. But my concern with Anthony Davis isn't about his skill set. It's just worried about him being healthy. And in particularly in this game, he was healthy. And particularly in this game, I just, I felt like the Lakers either forgot about him or he wasn't assertive enough uh, as the game waned and as it got to the fourth quarter. I just didn't think uh, he got the touch that he should. And he just seemed to kind of, like, it's like the Lakers forgot about him. Um, but nonetheless, in its entirety, I mean, he played really well, 27 uh, six, four steals, two blocks. I mean, he was he was great uh, in the minutes. I just thought there was definitely some time towards the end of the game where he could have been a little bit more part of the offense and things like that. So, And I think I had this concern last year as well where he's kind of forgotten about in the third and fourth, and that's something that they have to iron out. Um, next, the great LeBron James. He had 35 minutes, 12 of 25 from the floor, 3 of 10 from 3. He had all his free throws, 4-4. Four four. He had 14 rebounds, 8 assists, Five turnovers. Um, he turned the ball over the most in the game. Uh, I, I, he did handle the ball the most, I would, I guess, uh, I would say. Um, I thought LeBron got a lot of his points towards the end of the game, and I didn't think he played well through three quarters, uh, in my opinion. He didn't shoot well. I didn't think he really – I think he forced some stuff, but I didn't think he played great. Um, and um, that's how I feel. I know some people crucify me, but I'm, I'm – just judging LeBron James off of his game, whether he's LeBron James or who's the 12th guy off the bench. Uh, I didn't think he played well the first three quarters, all that great. And he made some shots. Um, that's just, but that's also the hysteria. I mean, he had 31, 8, and 14. So I don't want to act like he was just trash. I just didn't think the production is what we would think from LeBron James having the ball as much as he did. All right, moving on. Russell Westbrook, um, he played 31 minutes. Uh, he was 7-12 from the field. He had 19 points. Uh, one steal, three assists, 11 rebounds, four turnovers. Um, I thought Russell Westbrook was solid. Uh, 67% true shooting. Um, he's 4-5 from the free throw line. You know, he played You know, he played solid defense. He was efficient. Uh, he was the third option, clearly. Um, Davis took 22 shots. LeBron took 25 shots. Russ took 12. Uh, so he took about half as much as as they did, a little bit more. And so I, I thought he played great to be the third option. Um, 
19-11 and three in a steal. That's a solid outing uh, for for a point guard. That's the third option on the squad. So I thought he played. I thought he played fine. I thought he played good. <clears throat> I know that there's a lot being said on on Russell Westbrook uh, on the Twitter Twitter line, but uh, you know that's what it is. That's what it's always going to be for Russell Westbrook. But I thought he had a solid outing, and um, I think he handled the questions well after the game, things like that. So. I don't have a whole lot to say. He was solid. 7-12, 19 points, 11 rebounds, 3 assists, steal. He did his thing. And uh, now we'll move on to Patrick Beverly. Uh, yeah, you played 25 minutes, 1 of 5 from the field, all of them three-pointers. Uh, he had 2 rebounds, 2 assists, 3 steals, a block, uh, and only 1 turnover. Um, I didn't think Patrick Beverly was very good. Um, he had a couple. He had a couple of flurries on defense where he he definitely uh, made plays, but largely I didn't think he was great at all, uh, and I don't think he was going to the offensive side of the ball at all. Um, so, you know, that's that. Um, Patrick Beverly is what I thought he would be. Um, I am I'm shocked that uh, Patrick Beverly is a starter on the Los Angeles Lakers. Um, I'm going to say shocked. I know it was a possibility, um, but I guess you got to go with what you got what you got to go with. Um, I think that Ham thinks this is his best um, his best guard outside of Russell Westbrook and so that's why he starts. Um, but he's exactly what I thought he would be. Um, and so it is what it is. Uh, Lonnie Walker, he played 29 minutes. He had, he was 2 of 7 from the field, 0 of 3 from 3. He hit one of his two free throws. He had five assists, three rebounds, a steal, and a block. I didn't think he was very good either. Um, he was he was a hoop in the preseason. I said it uh, on the previous podcast. Like As far as I'm concerned in the preseason, he, offensively, he played fine. I didn't think he played fan, fine offensively. I didn't think he played great defensively either. Um, I, however, it's really hard versus the Warriors. It's the greatest shooting backcourt in NBA history and him none they just kept getting beat back door and Reeves all night long uh until Russ and Steph got hot uh from the outside so I said Russ uh, <laughs> until Clay Thompson and Steph Curry uh started to I want to say get hot but it started to to to, to hit from the outside there in the second half and uh, it was a chess game for them. They cut back door, cut back door, cut back door, got to the rim until uh, those three pointers opened up, and then they they did what the Splash Brothers do best. So, um, <clears throat> the bench as a whole, guys, I didn't like it. I didn't like it. I didn't like Matt Ryan's minutes. I didn't like Gabriel's minutes. I mean, he played eight minutes, and uh, he. Gabriel had two fouls, eight minutes, 0-2 from the free throw line, 0-1 from the floor, one rebound, one assist. And he was a person I thought that they should look at, and he's got to stay out, stay away from fouling. I didn't like uh, JTA's minutes. I thought he was not good. Um, I didn't really think Reeves was good. He got backdoor cut a lot. None was the only person that I thought, okay, like he played, he played decently. He was, he was offensively he was good. He was three or six from three, five and nine from the field. Um, he had three turnovers. You know, he had three rebounds and two assists. I thought Nunn was fine offensively. Now, defensively, I thought he got cooked as well. Um, 
but he was a bright spot on the bench where I said, okay, so maybe that's something that you can kind of sort of build on uh, with Kendrick Nunn. But I said in the last podcast, if you go listen, I said, you need LeBron, you need AD, you need Russell Westbrook. And the other person I mentioned was Kendrick Nunn. The rest of this roster, I honestly don't know what to think about it. I went through this roster one by one, and I basically said positive things about Anthony Davis, LeBron James, Russell Westbrook, and Kendrick Nunn. That's what I saw. But I want to preface this by saying it's one game. I am critiquing one basketball game on opening night where the Lakers roster is brand new. And the Golden State Warriors is a well-established oil machine. It is a world oil machine with four chips in the last eight seasons. I had this circled as a loss before we, or the second we got the schedule. The second they made a schedule, that is a loss. There's a brand new team trying to build chemistry, and the Golden State Warriors are the best team in the last decade. Come on now. That's how great they are. There's, you realize that they can win five of the last nine? They're that good. Sheesh, they can shoot. My gosh, they can shoot. Um, now, we'll move on to, like, as far as a whole, how I thought the team played. Uh, so I do want to speak about that and uh, tell, you, tell you what some of my concerns are. Now I'm going to keep it real. Remember, this is one game. But that Lakers offense is absolutely abysmal. It is atrocious. They said four out, one in. Okay. I thought that meant cutting, screening, something. But no. It's four people standing around three-point line staring at each other. And then many times, it was five people standing around the three-point line with one person with the ball staring at each other. Cut. Move. Set a screen. Do something. That offense was abysmal. It was so bad. The big three made it work. Look, they combined for 77 points. They combined for 77 points. If you count none, the four I spoke of last podcast scored 90. No one else had more than five. None had 13. No one else other than those four had more than five points. Five. Now, some of it was because they just missed shots. Like LeBron astutely pointing out, they don't have any snipers on the Lakers. But something, my gosh, someone please move, set a screen, do something. Do something. Now, there's a video going around. Now, I'm saying set screens. So, I want to make sure I say this. Someone has a video going around. Man, I want to give credit to who it was. Um... At King Tice Media, he has a video going around just showing Anthony Davis screen setting. Now, I want to say this. This is not just a pick at Anthony Davis at all. I don't know why he slips. I don't know if that's by design. But I mean, generally, the Lakers screen setting is absolutely just, it. it is unacceptable. It's just so bad. Period. Not just AD. If you don't, King, King Tice Media, at King Tice Media. If you don't know, go check him out. Go check out the video. And you can find it on my page if you go look at my tweets. Um, JD Jackson at Always and Forever Art. It is there. 
he slips them a lot. Anthony Davis does, but it just it kind of is a highlight of just how absolutely abysmal the screen setting is for the Los Angeles Lakers. So even if they finally do set a freaking screen to move, it's not a good one. It's just not a good one. So they got to move. They have to screen. There has to be more actions. It's like we're seeing one action and then no one knows what to do after that. Which, what does that remind you of? It reminds you of some of our frustrations from the year prior. And so... We can't repeat that. And I hate, I don't want to talk about last season. I'm just making the point, like we've been complaining about this for a year. We can't continue to run our offense that way. Then your stars, and yes, I'm saying stars, plural, as in all three of them, have to work entirely too hard for their offensive points. People get so upset, right? Because they say, there they go again. Steph Curry off a of screen. Steph Curry off a of screen. Steph Curry off another screen. Guess what? He runs around that screen. He catches the ball in rhythm. He shoots the shot. The Lakers offense doesn't have a ton of movement or screen setting or good ones when they do. That the stars have to work entirely too hard. Look at some of the shots all three of them made yesterday. They were not easy. They weren't. All of them. They're working so hard to get two points. Eventually, you wear down, especially in game one of the season. They got to move, cut, screen, back screens, cut back door. Steph Curry, they were doing it all night long. Something. You can't have one action and then five people standing around looking at each other like, so now what? They've got to do better. They've got to do better than that. Defensively, I was really, in the first half, I thought the reason why they were still in the game was because of their defense. And Russell Westbrook, I thought his defense was good. I thought Anthony Davis was outstanding on defense. He was just swatting everything and getting his hands in passing lanes. He was very good. And then it was like none, Reeves, JTA, just could not keep the Golden State Warriors guards in front of them. They just cut back door all night long. That just, it, and I get it. It's the greatest shooting backcourt in history. But my gosh, were they getting torched. So, but largely, I hate this. I mean, I'm like, I think the best defenders were Anthony Davis and Russell Westbrook. Like, I'm just being honest. In that game. And that I think those were, as far as being disciplined, making sure they take the cutters, stuff like that. I thought they were the best ones. And we have these young legs because we thought these young legs are going to be better defensively. And again, it's game one. All right? Maybe the shock is out. They're like, whoo, okay, now I know what it's... And it is, again, the well-oiled machine that is the Golden State Warriors. So let's see what they do versus the Los Angeles Clippers. I'm not going to lie. I was nervous. The Clippers are so, I just, they're a lo- they are loaded. And oh, by the way, they don't need them. But then here you go. Here's John Wall. Don't, they absolutely fully healthy. He's just a luxury. I mean, how sweet that must be. How sweet what that must be. He is just 
a luxury. One of the greatest passing point guards I have ever seen. And he's just a luxury thrown on their already stacked roster. They are going to be great if they stay healthy. That's the big gift for them. If they stay healthy with or without John Wall, my goodness. And then you throw John Wall in there? I don't know, man. I don't know. That's that's a that's a good team on paper. We'll see how that goes. Friday, Thursday, October 20th. And uh we'll see. This is a good test for the Los Angeles Lakers. I heard I had that Warriors game circled as a loss. Wasn't worried about it at all. 100% they're losing that game. Here comes the Clippers. Let's see what we do. But guys, right here is where I'll break things. Thank you guys so much for listening to the West Wolf Podcast. I am your host, J.D. Jackson. As always, you can find me on Twitter, J.D. Jackson at Always and Forever R, and on YouTube at J-Rock Soccer and Basketball Sessions. Guys, I really, really appreciate you listening to the podcast, so do me a favor. Please, please hit that subscribe button. I'm on all the major podcast platforms. Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, Radio Public, CastBox, and much, much more. So please, please hit that subscribe button. And guys, I will see you Thursday versus the Los Angeles Clippers. And as always, until next time.